Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Expensive Science Baby, the podcast. Hello. I'm Amy. I'm Chris. Episode six, we're getting up there. Episode six, six weeks, basically, of this. Since waiting, we, waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, it's a lot of waiting. Yeah. So what's going on this week? Okay, so we're going to start the show, as we always do, by looking into our mailbag. I'm still waiting for a graphic designer to make me an army of Chris Hamster hybrids. Are you? So we haven't gotten that yet. Are you? Did you well, make that yourself? No, I received something from somebody who may be related to me and is uh. in the graphic design business. <laughs> um, she said it wasn't her best work, but she was pressed for time. So she sent in a... Uh, Hamster with my face on it, wielding a sword and shield. And your face is looking very determined. Yeah, I know that picture. I just don't know where it's from. I think it's my one of my military pictures. I don't know. We'll put uh, it on Facebook. You look older. So yeah, I was going to say, let's put that on our Facebook page so everybody can look at it. I have many pictures to put on Facebook today. Or, what? Oh, yes. All about... I, I chronicled my spa day. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. So we'll get to that. So thank you, um, wonderful graphic designer out there. We'll put it in there. Um, if anybody wants to go into competition and, and put some more out there, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, we did get no uh, direct emails. Um, again, our email address is expensivesciencebaby at gmail.com. Yep, goes right to us. We did get a couple of Facebook messages from people, which is always nice to get uh, to hear from people listening to our show. Uh, we got a message from M and a message from K. Both of these <laughs> individuals um, have been following um, kind of our story since uh, the loss of Persephone was in the news uh, over a year ago. So it's nice. Uh, that people are still being supportive, people that we don't even know. Yeah, it's really nice because it's very easy to feel like everyone has forgotten. So yeah. it's very good to hear that people are still uh, still around. I mean, and listening to this is different, but it still helps. So. Yeah, so thank you for those messages. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Again, uh, we've told you the email. We also have a Facebook page. That's where all the images from today are going to be on there. And just look up uh, Expensive Science Baby and you should see it. Yeah, should be the first one. Yeah, cool. All right. So usually in the show, we have a stress level check at this time. And I think we'll do a check now and then we'll check with me after. Oh. <laughs> because Chris and I, um, as we told you last week... Chris had his spa day, That's or right. his, uh, what was it again? Semen assay penetration. Oh, semen penetration, penetration assay, assay. assay. test yeah, uh, experience last week, and um, we didn't talk about it, because we wanted to talk about it on the show today. <laughs> right. And so that was Wednesday, and we record these shows Mondays. <laughs> it was Wednesday, so as of right now, there is a hamster hybrid being created. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> but let's, so let's go back. I, um, stress level. I was talking about stress level. Okay. We'll do our stress levels right now, and then Chris will take over and tell us his experience, and then we'll check in with my stress level again, because it might be different. <laughs> after my experience? Yeah, after you tell me how that went. Huh. Okay. I don't think it really will change, but we'll see. So right now, my stress level is, um, I'm kind of at the Dorothy level, just because of my body is... Oh, annoying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Which sorry. we'll get to course, later as well. Um, I'm fine. I'm Bob Ross. I'm just chilling. Had a long weekend here. It's Memorial Day weekend. So just, yeah, it's nice to have an extra day off. I only have to really work one day next week because Wednesday is like an all staff thing. And then I'm gone out of state starting Thursday. So yeah, it's an easy week for me. Okay. Well, 
We'll turn it over to Chris. Okay, so we're going to talk about the spa day. Yes. <laughs> All right, so there's going to be images, um, which, I, like I said, I will put on Facebook. Amy will... Uh, <laughs> Amy will probably say, don't put that out there for some reason, but... Oh, no. There's the nothing... I'm imagining it. There's nothing, I promise. Nothing okay. bad. But you'll be like, well, we might be liable, or I've seen oh. I've seen shows, but all it is is stuff what? that they can, people can see. So. Huh. All right. Well, public space and stuff? Kind of, and yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. I think we're cool. From so, what I know from my lawyer <laughs> television program watching, I think we're fine. All right. So I got to this office, and it's an incredibly small office. There are three chairs. Here's a picture of two of them. <laughs> Were you alone? Uh, there's a nice little sailboat and a picture above it. <laughs> so, okay, so you got in, so you knew where to go? Or do yeah. you have to ask where to go? No, it's You easy. went in there? Okay. There's so, signs and stuff. Was there anyone, like, a receptionist area or? Yes, so there's three chairs. Uh, I occupied one. And there was a lady at the reception area who was, she seemed like she was, she also did a lot of the sciencey stuff. Because she did not have time for me at first. She was uh, very busy. She was trying to work with three different people, but there was nobody else there. Oh. She's like, I got to get this to this and this and this. So hang on a second. So anyways, I sat down and she gave me the paperwork, which was really easy. It was just sign here, initial here, sign here. But she did ask me if I wanted them to bill our insurance, to which I said, huh? <laughs> I, I was like, I don't think insurance is going to pay for any of this. But why not? Bill them. What could happen? <laughs> they're just, at least they're going to say, or the most they're going to say is, we don't no. cover this. <laughs> so I said, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> um, then she asked me if we were going to do the option of freezing my specimen. What? Yeah. And I said, I... And then she said, that's exactly what I said, I... <laughs> and she said, um, have you not talked about this with your doctor and your, and your no. wife? And I said, no. No. Should we have? First time I've ever heard this. <laughs> exactly. And I said, well, why would I do that? She said, well, if you have difficulty collecting next time, or if you want to use this sample's good and you want to use it next time, then we freeze it and you can use it on the day of. And I said, okay, is there any negatives to this? She said, well, it's an additional expense. I said, okay, no, we do not want to okay. do that. Then. I'm so glad you said no. I was so afraid for a minute that you said yes, sounds good. If they say, oh. if they say additional expense and the only thing is I have to produce more, I'm fine with that. Okay. I, I'm, okay. no, no more money. Yes. So there's no frozen specimens <laughs> lying around? Not that I know. Okay. Well, I don't know what they did with it afterwards, but probably sure. not. Um, yeah, so that was fun. As I sat there, there was a very pregnant woman who was in there, and, you know, there's That's a That's weird, really? Yeah, and she was filling out paperwork, and I kind of caught what they were talking about, and we'll discuss it. it just a little bit. It's in, oh. it's in generic terms, so sure. if she's out there and she happens to listen, it, she, nobody will know it's her. Yeah. She was having a really rough time filling out this paperwork, and I didn't know why, until she went up to the window and talked. And there's this made me think that there's not a lot of privacy here, because I was sitting there and I could hear her Uh-oh. conversation. Okay. She said something about, I should have two embryos, one under this name, one under this name. I want to, de- I'm not sure if I want to destroy them now. Um, maybe I'm putting my all my eggs in one basket before it's so maybe she's worried about having a miscarriage oh well as we know now from who we've met and what we've gone through birth isn't a guarantee that you're gonna go take home a healthy baby right so she was in there destroying she possibly destroying the embryos that she had frozen and saved from potentially two different people it seems like that's why she said well i would never use that one and she said (laughs) i would never use this one but i might use that one but I'm not sure if I want to destroy any of them. I was thinking to myself, huh. you're pregnant. You have to deal with the, the normal 
crap of pregnancy. And then you also have to deal with this crap too about, you know, that because there's a fee every month you keep storing these embryos. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I guess I'll continue to keep them. She was really distraught about this whole thing. Hmm. So just weird that it added another layer onto her whole pregnancy things. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't think, I just assumed at this fertility clinic that we wouldn't see any very pregnant women. She was very pregnant. Because I'm sure there will be pregnant women who have just gotten pregnant, right? And, but yeah. I thought eventually, like, if you had a successful, like, if the transfer took and you were pregnant, then you went to your OBGYN for the rest of your pregnancy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she was there just to deal with the specimens that were still there. Huh. I'm surprised, because I think it would be very difficult for a lot yeah. of women... And she was probably six months in. ...going through it to see a very pregnant woman there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. And then there was a couple... There's a nice lesbian couple there that were working with something <laughs> that came in. I assume they were. They were together in a sperm bank-like area sure. holding hands. That does seem as though perhaps their donor had come through. <laughs> yep, that's what it seems like. And delivered his part of their their, uh, their journey. <laughs> um. Okay, so then the late... Oh, so I didn't even tell you. When I first got in the elevator, there was a nurse in there. And there was a really old lady who also got in. And so we're going up this elevator. This elevator is really slow. So I turned to the nurse and I was like, this is a really slow elevator. And she's like, yeah. I said, do you have to do this every day? She's like, yeah. <laughs> so I walk to the place. I do all the paperwork. And then that lady in the elevator happened to be the one that showed me to my room. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, we don't have to go up any more elevators, do we? And she was like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, you. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, so a nurse walked you to the room. To the room. Here is a nice shot of the room. Oh, looks very. It looks like a business office. It does. So this is the weirdest room I've ever seen for this type of thing. It's. It looks like a business office. There's a comfy chair in there that doesn't recline because it's against the wall. It does recline. Would you prefer the chair to recline? Kind of, I think. Oh. It's a little more comfortable. Okay. You know? See, I don't. I've never done. Uh, what you yeah. went in there to do so there's a table which you could put your specimen cup on while you do your business okay it's, the but table's, it's not like a medical table nope it has a little lamp on it but the table's too far away to use oh so here's the first thing i did i rearranged their office nice <laughs> pulled the big thing the leather thingy out the chair moved the thing over and um it was just strange because it wasn't laid out like you're here to do the one thing this office is here to do. Compare, okay, so I have nothing to compare this to. Sure. So what would be the layout of another room you've been in? So the last one I went to, there I was... I said that wasn't a good one. It wasn't a good one. Okay. But at least it was laid out properly. It was like basically a small room, but it had a table on either end that you could reach. It had a chair that reclined <laughs> all the way, and it had a video cassette with right. VHS tapes. Okay. So th did this room have any kind of television? We're getting there. Oh, got it. <laughs> what it did have oh. was some sort of <laughs> device to stop sound, right? So you want like a, an air filter. You know, what do they do in offices a sometimes? A noise machine. A noise machine, yeah. yeah. They just had music. And it had music volume on a little knob that said music volume that you turned up. The music was this really bad country music. That, oh, no. Yeah. That's really like, not helpful. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you could turn it off because that was the noise machine they had. Like, and I didn't recognize this country music, so it was like deep south country music. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah. And it wasn't like bluegrass or something that I could handle. It was just really bad. And Okay. Yeah. Um, what's Ooh. next? Oh, so there's wow. collection instructions. This is quite... This is a lot of instructions. This is a lot of instructions. I like number three. We'll go. Th we'll go through just a few of them because some of them are kind of fun. 
Okay. So it says you have to abstain two to five days. We knew that. I think mm-hmm. I was at around I I 60, six. 62 hours, something like that. Not more than seven to ten days. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So it was at around 62 hours, which is almost three days. Okay. So that's fine. Um, now, normally places say, there's like a big sign on the, on, the, on, the, on the front that says, if you need a spouse to assist you, <laughs> make sure you tell the person at the front. <laughs> This one didn't say that, so I was kind of disappointed that they don't allow for spousal a, a hap, helping, spousal, okay. spousal assistance. But you know that wouldn't probably... Well, that would never happen for you. Okay, You'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> Make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> You're on your own, buddy. <laughs> I always hate number four. No, it... can we... no, 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 no. Okay. Can we please go back to number three? Because it's bold and capital letters, people. <laughs> this is being shouted at you in this room. Yeah. Once What's... the container has been labeled and the staff has left the room, please lock the door. That's true, because <laughs> you know before they bolted that, it's happened a few okay. times. Okay, that makes, okay, I never thought of it that way. Well, obviously, I mean. That makes sense. And who reads instructions? So, like, I mean, she told me that too, make sure you lock the door. I was like, well, of course. <laughs> I know I'm not an idiot. I'm going to lock the door. I know what I'm doing in here. Okay. Um, number four is annoying to me. They say this all the time. Make sure you wash your hands and your penis <laughs> before oh. you collect it. I hate that rule. Okay. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> this is me and my natural element. You don't even oh, know. Oh, so anything. you feel like you're being insulted, as if your manly part, a <laughs> uh, part that defines. Never mind. I don't know what I was trying to say. Words. But you're being accused of being dirty. Is that what you're thinking? You kind of other. Yeah, I don't know. Like when if we had sex, if we were going to spontaneously have a child. Okay. I wouldn't go wash the head of my penis and hands before I did this. Oh, this is a this is a rough one, guys. This is a real rough one. I'm sorry. I'm just reading the rules, which we'll post on the Facebook so everybody else can read as well. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, 5B, I like. Condoms should not be used for semen collection. Oh, oh duh. <laughs> because they have agents that kill sperm. Right. right. If you need to collect a sample with intercourse, which I didn't know you could do, you can purchase non-toxic condoms. So basically, you could do this at home. You basically have sex with a condom, which, by the way, if this was an option I knew about, I probably would have en- enacted it or requested it. <laughs> um, and then you use a twist tie <laughs> to tie the end of the condom. Uh, not only that, you get a, uh, they provide you the twist tie. Yep, and you drop the whole sterile container into the lab, or you bring it into the lab later on. <laughs> so that's fun. But if you are going to do that, interrupt. do not interrupt intercourse if you're going to do that. Because it may result in the loss of the most critical portion of the ejaculate, the first portion, and the specimens huh. may be contaminated. So here's what I see happening. Okay. <laughs> Somebody went home, said with the uh, with their spouse they needed to have intercourse in order to provide this sample. They tried to stop themselves <laughs> to maybe put into a cup, I guess, or something. And in a Seinfeld-like thing, things went everywhere. There was oh, fumbling sure. and there's yeah. liquid mm-hmm. all over the place. So, oh. yeah, that was a fun one. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, D's hard. You want to read D? Okay. Sorry, guys. If a pubic hair or thread of clothing accidentally falls into the container, do not attempt to remove it. The lab will remove it using sterile techniques. So again, Kramer, I'm imagining here, trying to... Okay, but, okay, I get how a pubic hair could be involved, but why do they have to mention a thread of clothing? I have no idea. That's weird. If, yeah... That's weird. And then E is if uh, if you lose a portion during collection, <laughs> where'd it go? <laughs> Please indicate this to the library staff on your way out. Oh, those poor staff. Oh, by the way, I lost a portion. <laughs> I think what that means is it's sprayed all over the room. 
There's some on the ceiling. Sorry. No, I hope not. Oh, you're probably right, though. I didn't see it that way. Uh, that's it. And then Minneapolis just says, please leave the sample in the pass-through and close the door completely. Leave the room open as you exit. So, normal. Okay. Um, um, so, this could be something that we're not supposed to post publicly. And it could identify where we're, where we are. So if you could cut off yeah, after number six. Yeah, I'll just do the first six. Okay. Which I'm sure these are probably all on their website anyways. Maybe, but we haven't said where we're going. Yeah, so that's fine. Okay. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I'll cut that off and we'll post these up. So you can read them all yourself if you want. <laughs> so these are the instructions you're given when you sit down. Perfect. Read these instructions. I don't read these instructions because I find them demeaning. <laughs> I know how to handle my business. <laughs> All right. Um, so, oh, normally you're given a smattering of magazines to peruse if you wish. Okay. Maybe a video to watch if you also wish. Okay. They had four magazines, all penthouse. <laughs> and is this a problem? Well, for me, no. But I'm not. Let, I'm not sure I've ever perused a penthouse. But let's say you're more. I don't know. There's a bunch of different options out there, and penthouse I know is known as some people don't like it. I guess. What if you didn't like Penthouse? What if you're like, I don't, I just don't like them, morally or objectively. You have, you, they're giving you nothing. I thought it was, they obviously have a Penthouse subscription because that's the only thing they gave you access to. <laughs> that, uh, you know, that's interesting. That places like this that do this kinds of testing, I wonder how much they contribute to the success of the pornography industry. Like how much money are they putting in? Probably pretty little. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, there's, but there's fertility clinics all over the country. That's true. There are. There are. Huh. So let's compare this with the one I went to that had the noise machine outside the blood taking place, which okay. was a, a terrible place. Um, I went to a place before. I don't know if we talked about it, but it was in the same place where they draw blood from people. They just like they do it once a month in this room and they just put a sign on the door saying don't go in there. So you didn't feel like you had any privacy. Right. However, they had 10 different types of magazines, some DVDs on a portable DVD player you wow. can watch. They had... Um, some wine you could drink. They didn't have wine. <laughs> but they, they had, this is a place that once a month does it, and they had a better place set up than the place that is made, made to do it. Like, this is a spot that, this is the only thing you do here. You think you'd put a little more time and effort into it. <laughs> okay, so another thought I'm having is, you're going to have to go into the same place, day of um, egg retrieval. Okay. And do the same thing, because they need your, your stuff, right? Because we didn't freeze it for an optional cost. Oh, right. Um, so I would just be curious to know if you, these are the same four magazines, <laughs> or if they uh, refresh them. That's a good question. That is something you'll have to tell us. There are two rooms, so I may get the other room. Oh. But either way, I'm good now, because the other room, I want to see if they, like, maybe that that's the A room, and that got all the good stuff, <laughs> and this is the I'm, B room. It's interesting that there's two rooms. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, it's what they're made to do, so yeah. it doesn't surprise me too much. But. Okay. Okay. So that's that. Um, you finish. You put it into the incubator. It's basically just a, a oh, silver door. Yeah. That, there's a door on the other side. The lab opens. Right. And they caution you, do not open this and be, until you're ready. Because if you open it, the light goes on, trigger that says, this is ready to be picked up. Yeah. So if I like opened it up and just and, stared. and people... Or if you opened it up and you hadn't put everything away. They'd have to reset the light. Or something. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, naked? If, if you were naked <laughs> and they open, you open that door. <laughs> and I'm wondering, I wonder if people just, like, use that as a glory hole sometimes. Oh, <laughs> no. There was a line. 
and you cross over. And I kind of just want to open it and just stare and wait till somebody opens it and they just see my face staring back at them. <laughs> so you throw it in the incubator. It was a matter of seconds before you could hear the other side. Open them up. Well, because they have out. to. I wonder if, if they have to keep it warm or if they. I don't think so because you can do it at home. It or like make it cold. You can do it at home in a condom and the two twist ties. So that's got to be at least an hour, right? There has to be some kind of guidelines for how long you have before they die. Maybe the faster the better or something like hmm. that. I don't know. Okay. I'm unsure. Okay, so that's... No, sorry, we've done that. That's all my images. Sorry. So I finish I up... I was afraid <laughs> we'd have an image of the cup. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. There's a line, Amy. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I was worried about. <laughs> um, so I fin- up, finish up and I'm leaving and there's a brochure by the stand that says... They offer, like, there's a there's a study going on about infertility and this whole spa thing. And you should ask your doctor about it because if you offer your sample, you can get some money off or something. Oh. So that seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, if we can. So yeah. we should remember to ask our doctor about that. I, I didn't get one of the pamphlets. They only had one left, and I felt bad taking the last pamphlet. Whatever. Take it. <laughs> okay. So we should remember that. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but I'm sure if we went back in there, they would just be sitting there. So. Okay. So you had quite an experience. Everything seemed to go fine. Yeah, it went fine. I mean, I wouldn't say call it an experience, but it was fine. I do have to ask. So one time you did this, and you said... I'm not sure I finished completely. Uh, that's not quite right. So anyway, I'm, I'm just curious. Do you think this was... You, do you think you gave a good sample? Yeah, it was fine. Okay. The, la- <laughs> the one time we were talking about was when I only had like a day and a half between. I thought it was more than that. No, because... Never mind. But there was okay. reasons. Okay. <laughs> and they involved you. <laughs> but it was only like an hour and a half. Okay. Um, so yeah, but no, this seemed fine. Everything worked out. I left cost me a dollar for parking. They validate parking. I know. I parked on the street for a dollar oh, and it seemed okay. easier. You know, yeah. it was just like, I didn't even have to do the full hour. I could have 50 cents. But you know what? You're worth a dollar. That's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with me. That's all you. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So what do you know? What are your results? Good question. Because you gave me homework. You said, Chris, yes? make sure you ask how you get the results and when you get the results. Yeah. Remember, listeners? <laughs> do you think Chris did his homework? I totally did. In okay. fact, I prompted for more information. Because here's okay. what she said to me. The nice lady who was like, this elevator is very slow. Um, she said, you'll get your results. Your results will be available in a week. Your doctor will call you with the results. Okay. I said, is it possible they might be done sooner? Because we do a podcast. You told her that? <laughs> I did. What I did, did she say about that? She didn't say anything. She didn't. Figure, I, oh. That's probably a weird like situation for them anyways. Here's your cup. Do the thing. I'm sure they're used to it, but they probably just want to leave and let you do your business. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, so I said, is it possible we'll get the results in like a week? Or could we, and because that way we could talk about on the podcast. And she just said, well, they might be done sooner, but your doctor won't talk to you until he has the results. So you could call him and leave a message. That's all you do at that place anyway. I know. Because you call and leave a message. <laughs> and, but he won't call you back until he gets the results. So since we're doing this podcast on a holiday, he's not in anyways. Right. So calling, okay. I meant to say we should call Monday, but then I remembered it's Memorial Day anyways. So we should call tomorrow. You should call. Why? To see if we have the results. But what's the rush? That's true. We have until There's next no Monday. There's no more rush anymore. <laughs> so next time, hopefully we have those results. I want to see if he actually calls us. Okay, so by Thursday, if he hasn't called yeah. us, you might want to call him. Yeah, but I, but I'm curious to see if that even is a thing that actually happens. Okay, that's true. 
Okay. But I thought she said they've been pretty good at calling back when she relayed a message. At least the... But I want to have an unprompted call. Sure. I want them to call us. Okay. So it was a fun day. Exciting. <laughs> no, it was just that day that I had like six things to do and I got them all done. So... Mm-hmm. And that was part of it. That was the very middle of it. And I'm glad you remembered because I completely forgot that day. I don't remember why. I think I was... <laughs> must have been busy at work and I think I remembered texting at 1.30 and I was like, I hope you remember to do the thing you need to do today because yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there paying out the paperwork... Pay- filling out the paperwork and Amy says, I hope... You know, I get a text. I hope you remember what you're doing. There's an explanation point. Because like, I forgot. Yeah, it's it's six, one of six things I had to do. I remember. Okay, very good. <laughs> All right, so... Hopefully, uh, next week's show, we'll, we will know the results. Was yeah. Chris's sperm, were Chris's spermies able to create the hamster hybrid unassisted or not? Uh, you know that they just freeze those embryos until somebody's ready to unleash them upon the world. <laughs> An army of man hybrid. Oh. A man, uh, what, is it? what is it? Man gerbils? Not gerbils. Hamster. Hamster. Man hamster hybrids. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so that was me. Yep. If nothing, it okay. didn't increase my stress or anything. Everything was fine. And so my stress level has not increased either because we don't have results. Oh, yeah. I think having the results, depending on how they go, could stress me. Sure. Okay. I think I'm, I'm predicting that. Oh, yeah. I, I hope not. But Okay. Okay. All right. So now let's talk about me. As you all know, we've been hoping that we'll just spontaneously get pregnant this Plus, month as this is our last chance to do that. That's true. <clears throat> and um, my body's the worst. And I'm... Your body's not the worst. <laughs> 98% sure that my cycle is starting any day now. Come on, cat. <laughs> uh, but here's what's annoying. And I, I think I've talked about this before on the show. Maybe not. But I... Once ovulation happens, then the phase of your period... Or the phase of your cycle is the luteal phase that you're in. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. And during my luteal phase, I have a ton of spotting. Just all the time. And it's really frustrating. Has that always been that way? Um, I think so. Okay. I mean, when I was a kid... I, you don't know. You're not I understand. clocking it. Sure. But I do... Th- I'm pretty sure I've at least had some spotting three, three days before my period officially starts forever. Okay. Which is not uncommon. But I have the spotting like a week and a half before my period is supposed to start. Okay. That's really annoying. And so things that I've heard... Uh, on the internets, is that there's a thing called a luteal phase defect where um, it could hinder being pregnant. And I don't think I've ever officially been tested for it. They Why not? Well, and I might have been. So they diagnose it by testing your FSH level, follicle-stimulating hormone level. Your fish. Um, And I, I've had that test before, and that's been fine. They also do... Uh, they can do a progesterone level. I've had my progesterone checked at cycle day 21 a couple of times, but this was only after I was given the trigger shot, which makes you ovulate. Or no, 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 no. Not the, I've had my progesterone checked when I was on Clomid with no trigger shot. So Clomid makes you ovulate. I would ovulate sooner in my cycle. I'd be tested on cycle day 21, and if my progesterone was a certain level, that would confirm for the doctor whether or not I ovulated. That's the only thing I've had checked with my progesterone. Okay. So what if I have low progesterone in the last, um, after I ovulate, this would prevent pregnancy. I've never been tested for that. Okay. So I don't know what pro- progesterone is, so I'm going to read it. It's a hormone. It's a hormone in, in our bodies that stimulates and regulates various functions, plays a role in maintaining pregnancy, mm-hmm. produced by the ovaries, so it's only a female? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
Oh. When you once you ovulate, then your ovaries release progesterone, and what the progesterone does is like gets your uterus ready, and keeps your lining in there, so that if an egg is fertilized, it can come down and implant. Okay, sure, that's what it said. Helps prepare your body for conception and pregnancy, and regulates yeah. the monthly menstruation. So you're saying if that your, pro- but have you gotten your? Pro- Do you remember if you ever got that back? Your test results for your pro- progesterone level? I never had it checked officially to see how it is in that phase. I just mm. had it checked to see if I had ovulated. Oh, don't you think if it was, like, weird, they would have said something? I don't know. That's true. I don't know either. So, I mean, I'm being a self-diagnosing person right now, which probably people... That's what the internet's for. People in the medical field probably really hate <laughs> it when you do that. But this could be a thing. And I know when I was with my the good OBGYN that I liked a lot, and I was on letrozole and then the trigger shot, she would make me take progesterone even though she never tested me. It was just like a... Because preca- it doesn't hurt a woman okay. to take a pill of proge- an oral progesterone. There's other ways to get it, by the way, the progesterone. Suppositories are a way that some women have to have <laughs> progesterone. I'm sure that's coming for me once the transfer happens, but... Do you remember when you were taking it if you had breast tenderness or felt bloated and mood swingy? Um, I do remember the tenderness, and I, again, would uh, uh, spot... That's, I would still spot with That's it. one thing that high progesterone does, but it doesn't seem like it's, yeah, nothing bad really goes with it. What happens yeah. if you like artificially give men a bunch of progesterone? I think they can develop breasts. Isn't that, I thought that was, um, what do you call it? I don't know. Estrogen. They, they're like a team. Progesterone and estrogen? Yeah. They're like tag team. Ta- mm-hmm. they're like, tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is where I was, I was going wrestling. You tag in and you oh, fight and you tag back. The tag team back in is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, this is just a theory I might have. Checked and direct. Now let's begin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an interesting theory. What do we do about that theory? Nothing. Well, we formed a hypothesis. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Can we I know what that? could be done, but I don't think we're going to do anything. Because if I wanted to have that tested, I would delay our starting the IVF process. Oh, because we start everything after this yeah. cycle mm-hmm. of yours. Yeah, as soon as my period officially comes, I start taking birth control. Okay, that sounds... Okay, so yeah, nothing we can do about it now. I see. But it's an interesting theory. It's a hypothesis as to one reason my body may suck. <laughs> Your body doesn't suck. Stop in this, it. In this arena, it's not the best. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Interesting. Okay. Wait, so what were... So your body's doing all this stuff right now. What does that mean for me? <laughs> okay, so what stuff do you think my body's doing? You said it, you're doing spotting stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's you haven't started officially right. your period. Cause, uh, and so this is what I always ask a doctor to, because I say this every time I go in, when it, one of these things. Um, because they often will say, what was the first day of your last period? So they know where you are in your cycle. And I will say, well, what do you mean by the first day? Because <laughs> for me, my I spot for 10 days before my period starts. Do you? So do you want to know the day I started spotting? Yeah, and what do they say? They say, the first day of flow. First day of a flow. What the fuck's flow? <laughs> and so what does she means, have to do with it? That's why some people call your period Aunt Flow. Aunt Flow's coming. Really? Yeah. I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> um... So the first day of the flow is that that's when the blood just starts pouring. So <laughs> it reminds me of just a horror movie. I mean, it starts blood a, is pouring. It starts in a low, steady drip. So if you're trying to get pregnant, do you call them like Aunt Flo and Uncle Douchebag comes? Because Uncle Douchebag would be a pretty good one too. What? <laughs> well, they have. There's an uncle that goes with it with the Why? aunt. Why not? 
I don't have to buy into your gender binary system. She could be asexual and not want to have any kind of partner. She could be a lesbian. And Are you like... virtual signaling right now? <laughs> <laughs> Look at my virtue! Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but she just, it's just call on flow. That's not what I always called it. Thank when God. I, uh, when I was growing up, my friend Stephanie and I would call it shark attack. Yeah, which also I'm disturb, on my shark. disturbs me, by the and, way. <laughs> and after Shark Week became a thing on the television pro show... <laughs> Some people call it Shark Week, and I feel like they stole it from me and Stephanie. kind of did. You should sue. But it's not... We don't call it Shark Week. It's Shark Attack. I know, but because still. Because you're bleeding as if a shark bit you. They're probably liable. That's a word that you told me about <laughs> <laughs> attorney shows. <laughs> so that's curious. If you want to share on the Facebook page, ladies, what do you call your special lady time? Hot flow seems like a thing from like the 50s. <laughs> I don't know why it's called that. Um, one that I wish I had heard about sooner... Um, and I'm sure it's used in lots more fantasy books, but um, Moon's Blood. <laughs> I like that one. Moon's Blood? Yeah. Because whenever the moon is high? Because it's a monthly cycle. Sure. But what if you're like on a new moon or something? No, it's just called your moon's blood. Either way, that's pretty good. I like it. Um, what it does show is that we are not, as a society, comfortable talking about this subject, so we have to come up with euphemisms for oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> like shark attack or Aunt Flo. Yeah. You can't just say, I'm having my period. <laughs> well, and that's not even what it is. Like, what, where did that come from? Yeah. Well, because like the scientific term is you're having your menses. I, I assume it's the period that they're talking about, the menstruation period, so they just dropped that and said period. I don't know, but it's actually menses. That's actually a word, or are you making no. it like spermies? Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> that is a valid question. <laughs> but you can look. I'm pretty sure it's men. Look, I'm now. I'm afraid it's. I'm wrong. Look it up quick. Because once you just say it's, I'm like, having my menstrual st- cycle right now, or but that, your menstrual cycle, I think, is the whole shebang, isn't it? I don't. Pro- I think you're right, actually. Menstrual. No. M e n s e s. M e n s e s. Yes. Yeah. Menses. The monthly flow of blood and cellular debris <laughs> from the uterus that begins at puberty and ceases at menopause. Also called emena? Emenia? Emenia menstrual period. Huh. So I guess you're right. Menses. Yep. I just assumed you were like, they're like spermies. <laughs> it's my menses. No. Okay, weird. Yeah. I, I, well, this period term obviously comes from menstrual period. Well, and then they just, they yeah. just dropped it okay. to period. Um, okay. So it should be called menses. So we should be as a society comfortable saying... <laughs> Yeah, it's menses time. Will you look up first menses? Which honestly, menses like sounds less worse than period. <laughs> like, Will you look up first menses? Uh, I don't know. Because I, I might have to. a story to that to embarrass my dad. Uh oh, first period. Monarchy. What? Okay. <laughs> so, what why is are this? you laughing then? What is this monarchy? <laughs> I think that's malarkey. Oh, it's malarkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your monarchy is malarkey. Okay. Um, I don't think my dad listens to this show. And if he does, I'm sorry. This might embarrass you. So when I was in seventh grade, my dad went back to college. Okay. And he went back to go into, or went to college period, not back to, but went to college. And he started in the nursing program before right. he switched to um, laboratory Clinical laboratory science. Which is a hard thing to do when you have a daughter and you're older. Yeah. By yourself. Um, so good for my dad. Changed mm-hmm. our, our lives. Um, but, yay education. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I remember, and as I shared before, I'm, I'm a late bloomer. Yes. So I didn't get my period till like the summer after eighth grade or something. Okay. <clears throat> um, so 
it was at some point in that year, and he had had some science classes for nursing before he switched. And I remember being in the car with him, and him saying to me, have you had your menarche yet? <laughs> did you did you get out and jump out of the car immediately, or wait till it come to a stop to jump out of the car? <laughs> and I was like, what? What's a menarche? What's a menarche? <laughs> and he was like, that's what your first period is called. And he was very proud to have learned that new term. <laughs> but that's, a, that's a time that my dad asked me if I had my period yet. <laughs> uh, can I ask what your response was? I think I said no. And then just was silent, awkwardly silent the rest just of the Just looking car. out the window? Yes. Oh, no, it's outside. What's outside my window? Oh, there's a tree. Oh, there's another tree. I'm going to keep looking at that tree. <laughs> I think he talked about how he just learned it in his blah, blah, blah class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think they call it menarche because men are dominant over women? And that's why they call it It is it interesting that it's men. Archie. <laughs> that's how the phonetically spelling is on WebMD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, another, you know, fun fact my dad brought home from college with him once was, and I, maybe ninth grade, maybe. And he said, if you ever get pregnant, do not ever change the cat's litter box. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm sorry, I won't, I promise. And this filtered down through the years. So when you were pregnant with Persephone, I was the one changing the cat's litter box. I did too. I scooped it. I had a mask. Well, sometimes I did. You hardly ever did. I had gloves and a mask. But I remember you saying this to me. Yeah, toxoplasmosis. (laughs) I'm Talks pretty sure that's what it is. Look that up. Talks, I'm, I, I totally believe you. But no, I just want to make sure I have the term oh, right. But now i got to spell it. Toxmos. Toxo. Yeah, I think it's that one. Toxoplasmosis. Disease results from infection of a parasite. Uh, yeah, well, let's just go with that. I think that's what it is. Yep. It's from eating uncooked meat, which a cat might do if they're outside. <laughs> we know our, or if our cat's inside. <laughs> <laughs> we should share that story in a minute. Um... Yeah, so it's a parasite that can, could be in a cat's feces. And it could pass to the unborn right, child. and cause a lot of defects. Gotcha. And so actually, what they do when you are newly pregnant is they can test you for this to see if you have the antibodies for it. Okay. Um, and then you'd be fine, which I don't somehow have the antibodies for, or I didn't at that time. Mm. So I wore a mask, a breathing mask and, a, and gloves whenever I scooped the litter box. <laughs> But anyway, that's the thing I remembered my dad saying to me. Oh, it's actually pretty devastating. That's why he, that's probably why he put the fear in me. Yeah. It said <laughs> most early infections end in stillbirth or, or mis- miscarriage. And yeah. if you don't, you usually get seizures or enlarged it's real, liver. Real bad. So it's not Severe something to be messing with. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe I should have done the cat's litter box constantly. Probably should have, but I, ha- I felt good because I had the mask and you breathe it in. Okay. And I wore the medical mask. And our cats don't eat a lot of raw meat. Um, those ones didn't. Right. Now they might. Just Neo, really. Yeah. Yeah, Neo eats raw meat all the time now, apparently. So Neo's a hunter. Uh, Neo is um, Persephone's cat. She got him when um, she was two. He's a big black cat, and he goes outside sometimes during the day when we are also outside. He doesn't go out all night ever. Because um, he's black, you can't see him. He can't go out at night. No one would see him. So we are asleep this morning, and uh, when we bought our house... Uh, most of our windows didn't have screens on them. And most of those windows still don't have screens on them. <laughs> and uh, some of the windows that did have screens had holes in them. And so we are very fancy people. Yes. And we taped up the holes. Just tape it because up. Because why not? It'd be fine. It's fine. Um, and then today, uh, while we're sleeping, we were awakened by some weird noises. Uh, like screeching type noises and a commotion at the window. And I remember Chris saying, they didn't catch a bird, did they? <laughs> sure enough. Neo uh, reached out, 
through the screen and caught a bird and took the bird inside the house. Yep. I've never, I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. Yeah. So why that bird decided to land on <laughs> on the tree closest to the window? I'll never with know. With cats? With cats sitting well, in the window? There's a cat sitting right there, bird. And then, yeah, he just reached through, grabbed that bird, grabbed him through the window and brought him downstairs and chewed on him for a while. Yeah. I'm, but the only good thing I will say is I think the bird died a quick death. Um, but also, and please don't send us mail about how much cats hurt birds and the ecosystem is, my answer to you will be get tougher birds. No. <laughs> That's no. my answer. No. So <clears throat> I've always heard that domesticated cats kill a shitload of birds per year, like billions. And I didn't think it was right, but the internet has confirmed to me, cat domesticated cats kill between 1.5 and 3.7 billion birds a year. How many birds are there? Billions. How many birds are there? Apparently billions. That's probably fine. Um, and 20 billion mammals, like mice or shrews or rabbits and squirrels. NPR says, do we really know that cats kill by the billions? Not so fast. <laughs> Either way, what I'm getting at oh, is... Oh, but it's... it's. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I was worried okay. that Brian Williams was associated with it because he's not necessarily known for telling the truth. What I'm getting at is that when Neil's outside... That's what he's doing. He's ravaging the bird population no, in our no, city. No, he's not. He's ravaging the mole population, which I am all for. I'm pro-ravaging of moles. They do make our yard nice and squishy. And they <laughs> they take some of my plants. They do. That's true. But yesterday he did catch a, a babyish bunny. Oh, yeah. But I teenage, saved it. You said it was a teenager teenage bunny. Teenage-ish bunny. And yeah. I, but I saved that bunny. It, it, it lived to hop again. <laughs> yes. Um, but that's what cats do. They hunt things. And... Yeah, things hunt cats, too. We have a hawk that lives in our neighborhood, and I'm always worried about our little cat, so we don't let her go outside by herself yet. We should get off our cats now. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Let's move on to something else. Maybe we should add that to the show, though, a little a cat, cat, segment. cat corner. Oh, good lord. <laughs> uh, shoot me. Okay, uh, next up, we're going to talk about money. Oh, money. We were approved, conditionally. Yay, what were we approved for? We were conditionally approved for a HELOC, Home Equity Line of Credit. Okay. Home equity line of credit, from what I understand, I haven't, we've only been, and we've only been conditionally approved. We still have to go through the, set and submit the application, uh, which I was hoping to have done, but there was a fiasco. Oh, but, and maybe I shouldn't be doing this at work anyway, but typically, so we have a scanning slash copier machine, and I have in the past scanned a document and then emailed it to me, and then I've been able to forward that or use a fax machine, so I don't think it costs a super lot of money, it's probably illegal that I'm doing this. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, it might not be. It's probably frowned upon. Um, it doesn't cost anything. Sorry, I could be getting myself in trouble legally at work. But if you anyway. work with Amy, don't listen to this podcast. Okay. Um, Done! Yeah. <laughs> uh, they turned on a thing at my work that is going to save us money and really has caused me great headache. <laughs> and I don't think it's possible to do that anymore. That's fine. So maybe I'm as the reason as... they turned on this thing. Yes, for your once abusing... a month, once a month sending or printing Not out. once a month. Way less than that. Well, okay. Once every six months, printing out eight pages, I'm sure, cost them a yeah, million. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, sorry, everybody I work with. It's my fault, probably. Yeah. But, anyway, so we didn't get faxed in because I don't know how to do that. So, anyways, a HELOC. <laughs> once we get it back, I assume it works where it's just a line of credit that sits there. You can use it as much as you want, and there's an interest rate when you do use it. There might be, like, a yearly, like, fee, like, 50 bucks or something just to keep it open. I don't know. Yeah, but the, the thing I don't understand is, like, is it a credit card? No, it's a no, home I, equity I line that, of credit. But, like, do we get some kind of, how do we use it? I think we just tell them we want to use it. But when I went, like, okay, so we're going to use it for the medication, right? right? I'm I, not get, I know what you're saying. How do we use how that do money? How do I pay? 
Yeah, I assume it just transfers right into our bank account when we use it, and then we could do it from there. So we say, hey, I want 5000 We probably do this online. We don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> we don't got to say hey to anybody. We can say hey to the in- the machine <laughs> Hello, and type Amy. for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, um, we probably request whatever we want, and it puts in our bank account. Yep. And then we just pay and interest just... on that outstanding balance. Oh, Okay. And hopefully... Do you know what the interest is going to be? No, we'll know all this once we... Because basically the gentleman that was helping me, he passed me off. He said, hey, good job. Good job. You're conditionally approved. These people will be doing with it. Here's the application. Okay. We haven't finished with that yet. Um, once we finish with that, we'll know more about... Um, maybe they'll give us a higher one if we need. I don't know. We'll know uh, like a $20,000 range or something. And then we'll know the the interest rate. And we'll know if there's a yearly fee. And we'll know how to access it. All that good stuff. But the good news is we're conditionally approved. So... That'll help. I mean, it'll be another bill we have to pay, but at least it will help a lot. You know? Okay, yeah. So our, Well, hopefully the interest is better. That's the thing. I, I'm sure it is. Otherwise, it doesn't make any... Because they use right. your house as collateral, basically. So Okay. Um, and credit cards don't generally have collateral. They're just kind of free. That's why there's such a high interest rate, because there's a huge default rate, and you don't really have to pay it back. So that, along with our savings, along with our benefactor, uh, might be, you know, getting close to enough Wait. to... A benefactor, isn't that a person who benefits from, aren't we, that person's benefactor? No, I don't think so. They benefit. I, I think we have it backwards. I don't think so. Let's see what the Google says. <laughs> Riveting. Riveting radio. A person who gives money to other to oh, help okay. a person no. or a cause. It seems backwards. Go English degree! <laughs> <laughs> it seems backwards to me. Because we are benefiting. Right, and they are the benefactor. He's the factor that factors into our ben. Okay, they are the benefactor. So our bennies, right? Our bennies. He's factoring our bennies. Okay. Uh, All right. Um. So yes, we know a little bit of that. We don't know yet if we qualify for the attain program because right. we won't know that until I have my trial transfer where they shoot liquid into my uterus. Which is when? I don't think it's until June twenty seventh. Which is next month. Yeah, it's getting closer. It's actually three, four weeks away. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. sounds good. Sounds good. So, um, just to close up the show, uh, we're heading into the part of this process I've been dreading the most when they put me on birth control pills. Oh, yes. When is that? It starts at your first period, after your first period? If I remember correctly from my days of using these before, I think it's day five of my period. Was that? My menses. Your menses. Was that the, um, I should take that word back. <laughs> take the menses back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, honestly, it sounds softer than period i'm at I'm my period or i'm at my menses it sounds like and that's more it's more accurate and it sounds easier i don't know whatever take the word back um what was the prescription i dropped off today was that for that yeah it was for the birth control uh-huh. okay and something else too they want me on antibiotics at some point but i don't know when i'm still very confused about all of this yeah i can see that but yeah anyway so that i'm sure i'll give you an update i probably will have started taking the pills by the next time we have a recording it's just annoying that that's what you have to do you hate pills though because they do stuff to your body right um depending on what type of birth control i'm probably going to gain even more weight well we'll talk about it next time we can tell us how you're if you're on them by then while you're feeling or what's going on so. yeah okay because it just seems hey i'm trying to get pregnant take birth control pills yeah, yeah it just seems awful i know sorry so anyway so we're leaving on such a high note now. <laughs> well, we are because um, we have lots of fun pictures to go look at. Go take a look at our pictures. Read, read through the rules that we had. Um, thanks for joining us. I don't think I have anything else. Do you? No, I have nothing else. Okay, we'll see you all next see week. See you next week.